When it comes to delivering customer support, there are some things you don't want teams to hear. Intercom's streamlined support platform clears up space for more organized workflows and peace of mind. Our business messenger uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Who doesn't like the sound of that? Intercom. Less of this. And more of this. To learn more, go to intercom.com slash support. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cause... What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, you're tuned in here to the Monday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jay. Yes, sir. Sam spin the one and twos, your number is 73. Three six nine seven sixty. We are broadcasting here. <clears throat> Excuse me from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This first segment of the day is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full service landscaping company that can handle all your residential and commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736 9760. We know what you want to talk about. It's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Uh, just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. What's up, man? I'm in the middle, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? You ready to go? Yes, sir. All right. So um, this is what we got to kick off the week. Um, you know, we're less than 30 days out of the NFL season starting. You know, How many we'll take days? Three weeks out exactly from a doubleheader from today. Somewhere around there. Two and a half, three weeks. Somewhere around there. Uh, but uh, we've got that going on. Camps continue to roll on. Uh, we'll talk about that, some updates with that. Uh, we've got, um, of course, uh, we've got the um, bubble. We'll talk about the bubble. A lot of NBA play. We've got a uh, game going on. It's a closeout game as we speak. Milwaukee and Orlando just started the uh, third quarter not too long ago. Um, we've got uh, Houston and Oklahoma. They tip off at 3 uh, so we'll get you updated on that. We'll talk about the uh, action over the weekend. From that said, we've got, uh, and speaking of the NFL, we've got a, a major release, a cut, Earl Thomas. Yeah. Cut. Um, the Russian yeah. is cut. Earl's really working on his yeah. reputation in the last few I, years. I kind of had a feeling that you were going to be annoyed with, with, with Earl. Well, I don't know the details of, I know it was a fight, an altercation with his, uh, his one of his teammates, but let me tell you from. But the team uh, voted him off, right? And for Harbaugh and that organization to pretty much tell you to go home and take a team vote, uh, that it had to be things. And from what I'm hearing, it's it's things leading up. It wasn't just the you know the fight and punching his teammate in the face or whatever. It's it's things that's led up to this, and we all know the story on how he ended in Seattle. You know, was shooting the bird to the finger to Pete Carroll on the way out uh, after breaking his leg. So, and don't forget, he had the. Remember, I was on him because he was uh doing his uh, due diligence during the middle of a pandemic when he left the crib. And him and his brother know? met up with the chicks, and his girl shows up with the gun. Well, he's definitely in that category. Is if you want him, 
He's in that category with the Antonio Browns and everybody else. If you want him, be prepared to what comes along with them. And also, do you have the coaching staff and the organization that can handle it? Earl Thomas is officially in that category, uh, you know, in regards to, I mean, you're talking about a season um, being released from a team that added to the defense that has Super Bowl aspirations is definitely one of the Super Bowl favorites to win it. Um to get released and kicked off the, at this time with no preseason games, no OTAs, it's and to take that risk and lose depth and then right. lose a player like Earl, it was bad. It's it more than just bad. it's more than just a fist fight. Yeah. yeah. The reports about missed meetings, a lot of different stuff with Earl. Earl, I think Earl's kind of feeling himself clearly. Feels like he's untouchable. I mean, like you said, Kyle, this late in the game, it's more than just a fist fight. Fist fights, I think I'm not I've never been in an NFL locker room, but I think they're probably not normal, but they happen. They happen enough to where you're not getting released just because of that. Yeah. And then for the team to vote you off. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Harbaugh and the and the GM got together and the owner got together and said, Yo, this guy gotta go today. Harbaugh asked the team, Hey, raise your hand, you think this guy should go? They said they the majority said he should go, so he must be a top. Well, in Baltimore, in Baltimore, for those guys, he must have been top. They've got standards in Baltimore, man. Ozzie Newsom and laid out standards in Baltimore that they bear, they hear by. So yeah, so there you have Dallas fans have at them. Go ahead, Dallas fans have at them. Do I want them? Would I take them? Yeah. Or you and the situation in Denver is they're really good at safety. The question is what the price tag is going to be to be uh, keep Justin Simmons past this year since they franchised him. He's young. Uh, they've drafted. Other guys, I mean, of course, depth. I'm not going to sit there and say who wouldn't want to take an Earl Thomas on the team, but um, the youth, where Denver's at and what the movement's going on, I would probably say I passed because there's something, there's a, there's a movement going on in Denver. We don't need no outside, uh, as you say, a guy filling himself. Uh, there's enough talent there uh, to get past that. Now, Dallas, that's what I say, Dallas have at him. They, this has been rumored for the last couple of years. Jerry couldn't make it work. He chased down Jason Garrett. He has property in Texas. He's from Texas. He has lived in that area. He's going to possibly he's going to land in Houston or Dallas. That's what my projections are. And um, the only team outside of those two, I think, the state of Texas is because I think Earl wants to come back home to the state of Texas. He's been kicking and screaming for years. I think that's the only other team that they would probably entertain, or he would now that he's out of free agent, and that would be the forty nine. Do you think he'll file, do you think he will win his grievance because the reports are Baltimore's trying to withhold his 10 million? Do you think they have a leg to stand on when the team voted him off or do you think the NFLPA will be able to get his 10 million? It just depends on what's language in his contract because if it's anything, you know, and I, and and it's not like, I mean, outside of the incident with Pete Carroll and you know, basically him being the guy leading the champion charge behind doors with Russell Wilson being, you know, he's one of them. He's a corporate brother. He's up there with them. Earl was leading those charges back with the Legion of Boom. But other than that, he hasn't really been any kind of altercations or trouble per se. Like Antonio Brown definitely would have in his language, like, hey, anything detrimental to the team, you forfeit signing, blah, blah, blah. I would be kind of surprised if Earl had language in that contract that he signed, that they extended with Baltimore. Uh, so unless he has it in there, most likely – uh, he'll, get that he'll he'll get his money unless you know there's something in the language of that contract. If I'm the that owner, if I'm the, if I'm the owner, I'm kind of like um, it's all fine and dandy. Y'all voted him off, but I'm the one that's on the hook for this ten million. 
Well, make no mistake about because it. Like, y'all, Scotty, wanna, y'all decided to cut a guy that I'm not going to have, I'm not going to get work out of anymore. And I may have to come off $10 million. Let me tell you something about Biscotti, the ownership yeah. of Baltimore and Harbaugh, what Harbaugh's built there. If Harbaugh wants the nacho guy fired because his cold nachos is out and Harbaugh decides to fire Harbaugh oh, pretty okay. much. Ozzie and Harbaugh. I didn't know that. And Ozzie kind of left Harbaugh like that. Biscotti likes to say here and there. He was kind of vocal with the cap situation, but at the end of the day, he falls back. And if that's a vote, they think he's bad. And especially they, they've got, you know, on the cool. And like I said, I'm going to let the season play out, but I would definitely, if they pull this off, I definitely have to tip my hat to the Baltimore Ravens because I can't think of any other team. And I, and I'd probably be one kind of, but you got to understand how quickly, how quickly they overhauled, their team that was competing all the time for the North, how quickly they return and change their whole landscape from the Joe Flacco type of scheme. And they're basically one of the closest favorites to the Kansas city chiefs of winning the AFC and winning the super bowl. Uh, That is a, that they're, they don't get enough run. I don't think as, as most people in the NFL should give them because they haven't had any, they really haven't had any lean years. They haven't had any lean years. They just haven't had it. Not under Ozzy. He stepped down, so that's the thing. So Earl's out there. I'd be shocked if he doesn't uh, land. Uh, if it's not the 49ers, I would be shocked if he doesn't land in Houston or Dallas. And I would probably say the favorite would have to be, be Dallas. I th- I'm going to say Houston. You say Houston? Well, I don't know, man. I mean, Dallas, I think, you know, Earl, depending on what the grievance goes, I think Earl would basically take whatever to play for Dallas. I think Earl wants to play. I think Earl wants to be a cowboy that bad that Earl wouldn't. He would try to work anything they can in the cap situation uh, to free up, which on the cool, it went by on the cool. But if I'm not mistaken, uh, Dallas had rearranged something on somebody's contract a week ago, right? Santa freed up like seven, eight men. Who was that? Was that uh, Big Tyron? Okay, it was tired. So they, you got to think. We didn't talk about that, but that came across my radar. I didn't let that slide because I see Jerry removing credit card debt already, but can't still do nothing <laughs> with uh with Dak. But he moved some around on Tyron, which rightly so. Tyron Smith is sucking up the cap. He's a, he's not he's a shell of what himself used to be. That's why this offensive line, Dallas fans have to know, it's not what it used to be. It really isn't. On top of that, people tell me that Zeke's lost some of his boost. Tyron Smith is killing this team cap wise. And on Sundays. Can't stay on the field, so it's not shocking they asked him to redo the money. But there you go. Seven, eight million freed up there. Mm. You know? Uh, and word travels fast in this league. So before Adam broke this, and really it was uh, credit to Ian on the NFL Network, because I think he broke it before Adam. But Adam ran ready. I guarantee you before those guys broke it, there was already rumblings going on since they got to camp about possibly releasing this dude and something going on or Earl not happy and Dallas news travels fast. Good point. You know, and and if you tell me Dallas probably needs it more than Houston, Dallas needs depth in the secondary. Uh, that's that's the reason why I'm not too high on this defense of their corner position and, and the safety. Is um, Earl still Earl? I mean, Earl. I is, think that's the more the question. Like, are we going off of his? Are we going off of his Seattle prime? Or are we going off August 24, 2020? Earl had a good year last year. Earl is, okay. Earl is I'm not making legion. sure we ain't going he's off not, his name. He's not legion of boom, Earl. I mean, of course, he, he's probably not what he was after that, uh, you know, snapping his leg. But 
Earl had a, a Baltimore's defense was one of the high top five defense last year at worst coming off the top of my head. Earl had a decent year with that defense, and he was supposed to be a big piece of that. You know, you add Derek Wolf, they went and add uh, a couple other pieces there. They shored up the defense in the middle. Uh, Tennessee gashed him. Uh, they attacked. I mean, Baltimore had one of the best off seasons out of anybody from the draft and signings, in my opinion. That's why I'm so high on them, and we'll see what Lamar Jackson is going to do to take that next leap. But he landed on Madden cover. So that's a black cloud landing on him already. And he got the groin, right? Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But okay. bubble talk. We're going to the bubble? You want to go to the uh, bubble? Yeah, I know we're coming up against it yeah, here. We're but we're going, against when it. we get back, we got to talk about Donker Shane. Now we're everybody's going coming. Shane first. Yeah. Now the party's coming. I mean, the well, masses. Well, well, of well, it. I don't know. No, no. People coming no. on the boat trying Time to out. warn you about Donker Time Shane. Out. Time out. A few weeks ago, somebody tried to tell you Dallas was a sleeper. No, you did say okay. they were a sleeper, but I've been talking and I, about and, and somebody also told you that I wouldn't fully in the, on this Clipper boat. Well, that's and that they fair. had they had that's some chemistry. Well, no, one of the things you need to know. One of the things you need to beat your chest on about what you said about years about Doc Rivers because I've got some <laughs> questions about Doc and what's kind of going on with that. But no, old Don Shane, yeah, he gets a don't Clippers, get quiet, Sam. Uh, don't get quiet. Away. No, he won't. He don't like the team. You want him to fly on yeah, the exactly. radar. Hey, hey, that's what I already told him, man. <laughs> Donk and, and Brzingis. About a couple chips, man. I mean, Mark got him one. I mean, I'm not. I don't know what's gonna happen now. Kenny Smith think they live in action. They live. They're an active dog. They live now. You know, we'll talk about it when we get back. Also, we've got some heat coming out of Brooklyn. Uh, try to tell y'all that a few weeks. Oh, what is bringing up that for? Now it's all over the national press yeah, and it's it real, is. and it makes a lot of sense to me. It makes a lot of sense because I'll feel both ways about it if it goes down. Right. We'll talk about that. Listen to the Sports Ground. We'll be back. Oh, Donkey Shane. Legend of Luca has begun. This next segment here is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Keep in mind, Smoothie King, they have a variety of different flavors you can choose from. Make sure you go get their immune builders as well, too. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760. All right, so... Okay, before we dive into Luca and before we dive into the bubble, uh, let's just get this out here now. Let's talk about the reports. I want to know what's changed since I've been bringing this up now for three weeks. What are we what's changed is Sham reported it. Wow. So sad. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm giving everybody that the really information. The ba- ain't that really the base of it, Sam? Sham threw it out there. So now it's like, I mean, Sham is right there with Woj. So if Sham says it, there's there's something. To, I know, Cal, I love you, man, but you ain't Sham. Look, like, <laughs> this is the reason why I was putting out there. So what's up, somebody. Sam? He's not Sham yet. Yeah. Give it time. (laughs) Look, there's been, I try to put it out there so the people that are attending these Zoom. This has been about, what, three weeks now? Yeah. The the media that's assuming these Zoom meetings could ask him in in the midst of the questions about how he feels, what's going on with the country, the young guys about, hey, what about these reports about Brooklyn? Try to give him an alley, try to give him a lob, but nobody basically acknowledge that I knew this was legit. Look at this. Sean Marks, 
played for him as a player, basically as in the front Worked office, the front office un, 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 groomed under him. Tiago's over there. Jock Vaughn is over there. There, there's, you know, it just makes it makes too much sense. Now, this is because to me, the only reason why he stays is because of the emotional attachment to the city. to the Spurs. Right, right. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, like I told you, I think Kevin can handle it. You know, the coach of the Kyrie. But this is another thing because I want to kind of tie into whether it makes sense to me or whether it's really a good hire for Brooklyn. Because of the deal is I'm going to tie in. Well, before I do this, let's just talk about it. Keep this in mind. If he would decide, and I and I haven't really changed, I say there's 80% chance he's staying with a 20% chance he leaves. Now, because of the emotional attachment. That's high? I'm being nice and generous. 20% is high. Oh, yeah. 20% chance generous. of leaving is high. I'm, I'm Kevin, going more like a 10, Kevin, 5 to 10. I don't know 10. about that, Rudy, because first of all, you let – I mean, Becky's sitting there waiting. You understand where it's gotten. This is your opportunity. He's not getting any younger, whether he stays in San Antonio goes to Brooklyn. He's not coaching for another five, seven, eight years. Um, and you get Kevin Durant that you've been around on the national team. I think he would handle that. It just makes too much sense. Now, for – the people that would either, because there's a mixed bag out here. There's people that say, good, go, I'll pack the bag, get the hell out of here, finally, just take, because I've seen that. And then there's the Spur fans that like, nah, because they would have bothered seeing them on another sideline. Now, the positive is this. Keep in mind, when the Clippers grabbed Doc from Boston. Okay, I'm listening. The Clippers got a first-round pick in compensation. If Pop leaves, Brooklyn has to give compensation because he's under contract. So if you ask me in regards to where this team's at right now, picking what, number 11? Yes. Picking 11th, if Doc went for a first-round pick from Boston Clippers, he's got two finals appearances and one championship to a guy that has built a uh, dynasty from ground up in a small uh, market. If I'm the whole kids, okay, I tell them to, 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 to stop vacation, looking at stocks for a minute. We got a basketball, something we need you to attend to before y'all sell off anything else. If I'm the whole kids, I tell them like, "Hey, man, you want them? Give us two ones. Jeez. We want, we want two. If Doc, if Doc Rivers can go for one one and uh, to the Clippers, hell yeah. Now, if you tell I'm me listening. we're gonna get two ones and kick back and the Spurs are sitting at 11 and I'm pretty sure this would be a 1 well, in 2020 right, yeah, and another a, one right. I, hey I don't care another one in 2020 and then a 1 in 2021 hey man maybe he'll real. get the first statue or whatever but hey because a fresh blood with that because that's the way it's going to happen for the Spurs it's going to have to happen through the draft you're going to get these guys that want to stay here and I don't see yet somebody that has taken the torch clear head on this team that's on this roster say I'm the future that you can build around and that includes DeJounte that includes Derek White even though I think Derek White's put big if Doc Rivers went for number one for 1-1 to Boston and the Clippers and that was almost Danny Ainge really was ready to move on from well, Doc anyway. I don't think that's too much to ask because with the youngsters that the Nets already have, plus Kevin and Kyrie, I don't think they're going to be wanting to pay ones here in the next couple years anyway. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. 
which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeServices.com way so it, it kind of makes sense what you're saying i i wouldn't mind it i think he deserves he's he's earned it first of all i'm like i said i'm going five to ten percent chance that he leaves i i i'd highly doubt that he goes to coach somewhere else but he is on record he loves new york he absolutely loves new york um of course his best friend and his wife passing away maybe some maybe being in antonio may be too much for him you need a change of scenery for a couple of years i'm just thinking of the positive now i think he I think with Kawhi, LaMarcus, coaching these youth, I think he can tolerate Kevin. I mean, excuse me. I think Kevin can tolerate Pop. I think Kyrie can tolerate Pop. I just don't know if Pop can tolerate the sensitiveness of those two guys. These, they, these are two of the most sensitive superstars we ever I had. Think, like, I, think they'll, I think they'll be willing to conform. Like, Pop, you're one of the GOATs. Whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to allow you to coach me. I just don't know if Pop is willing to put up with them going back and forth with people on Twitter, going back and forth with people in the media. I don't know if Pop wants to deal with them. Okay, look, I told you, I think Kevin Durant can conform to it. I don't know about uh, Kyrie. But let me, I've told you the reasons why it makes sense of what the Spurs, why it could be a good thing for Spurs. But also, let me just tell you why I don't know if it's a good hire uh, for um, Brooklyn. It's because let me bring you down to the 76ers. I'm and when I look at the 76ers, and I've also, like, the world today is finally coming down to seeing what the problem six is about Embiid and about Simmons and what I've said and really about I knew that Mike Brown, I mean, uh, you know, uh, not Mike Brown, but uh, uh, what's my man's name? Um, Brett Brown. Reports are they're mutually going to part ways. When I looked at this 76 team during the, the Boston series and even the way that they looked before the stop of COVID in March, this is a situation where Brett Brown's voice and message and the mm-hmm. respect and how he deals with these young players have fallen to deaf ears, and they didn't respond. Brett Brown is from the old school of coaching like Pop. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if these old school coaches – are really are if they? But if, Kyrie and KD Rutgers, aren't young. They're not young, Rudy. But at the end of the day, we see they play better without Kyrie. And at the end of the day, Kevin Durant. We don't know what Kevin Durant's going to look like after Achilles. I think he's going to be all right because I've seen some videos. Kevin Durant is is like coming Kevin on Durant, the other hand. He wants to. He can go in the post and just shoot Jay. That's He'll fine. Be but fine. What, they got a lot, they got a nice mixture of young guys in Brooklyn though. What I'm telling you is that the old school way of coaching. And the NBA and some of these old cats, the game is it's, it's the way it's not no much of the X's and O's. It's the way like you kind of alluded to. How is he going to deal with them? How is he going to deal with them on the social media? Because that Philly situation, I mean, go look at the comments. I forgot my man's name on Philly about what well, we need to learn that we need to know we can communicate with the coach. I mean, they pretty much threw Brett Brown under the bus right. in general after the post game. Right. But Popovich, I mean, we'll see two ones. 
And you get a I'm one gonna, this year. Five percent chance. And don't chance. think and don't think Pop all these people that have turned down or turned on him because of his views, whatever, don't think he ain't heard that in the last four or five months on how a good chunk of this city that's thinks about why, that's what Put that's, that in the now, that's a part of the reason why I want him to leave. One, you have people like you that feel like he's a little bit past his prime. And then two, you have people that just because he has an opinion that he needs to shut up, just shut up and coach. I want him to leave. So you're on the record I, saying you want him to leave. I want him to. I just don't think it's going to happen. Well, I'm not on the record either way, but yeah. now we've got you officially on the record. Yeah. We'll run with that. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. situation and sometimes i know you get impatient but you don't put on a show to get ovations take it to court and go through litigations and i respect you all right back here on the sports cry 736-9760 broadcasting here for the rounders car club studios this next segment is going to be presented by double days pizza don't forget to go check out their newest location out at alamo ranch that is double days pizza official sponsor of the sports crime all right, so yeah, so we'll—that's uh, the reasons why you want to see him go. That we'll we'll see how it plays out. But I mean, I even I like as to last see people week, leave when I feel they aren't appreciated anymore. Hmm. Whether it be basketball reasons, whether it be political reasons, there's a lot of people that turn their back on Pop, and that's that's your right. Just like he has a right to say what he wants, and we have a right to our opinions on um, how he feel he's coaching right now, or how he's coached the last couple of years uh, post him, Tony Manu, Kawhi. That's everybody's right, but. Just like, you know, DeMarcus Ware, you know, he wasn't appreciated anymore. Go somewhere else, get you a ring. You know, when you're no longer appreciated somewhere, maybe you should go. Hmm. I hope he does. I want to see him. I don't, you know, I don't want to see Pop coaching lottery teams on his way out. Hmm. Certain we'll guys, certain guys deserve to not. You don't have to necessarily win a ring on your way out. But uh, like I said, I don't want to see him fighting for eighth seeds on his way out. Well, that's see, just my opinion. The deal is with Demarcus, where he he was in a very rare. Oh he he had the God. answers to the test. I mean, the organization he went to had a history of that. You know, Neil Smith, Kansas City, one of their longtime sack leaders, couldn't get a ring over there. Kept getting beaten up. Come on, Neil, got your ring, got your two. You know, then you have a situation where Demarcus, where sack leader, I couldn't get. You. They're saying Brooklyn ain't got. I mean, they don't have nothing but uh, you know, big. Uh, so they haven't done nothing yet. But I would just sit there and say. I would like to see – I think if you listen to a lot of the players, and I have over the last few weeks, they really like Jock Vaughn over there. Uh, he did a hell of a job in the bubble. Uh, they have him respond. They got swept. Um, I know they got swept, but that series was kind of more competitive than maybe a 4-0 under the circumstances. Uh, but, you know, I expect – you know, because what I heard a few weeks ago that they are interested – but they feel like it's a, it's a long shot. Now, that's what they feel. Like today, like you said, with the sham putting it out, but I think the backups are uh, Jock Vaughn, uh, Jason Kidd will be looked at. Mark Jackson's been rumored, you know, per se. I mean, I would love to see Jock Vaughn get the opportunity to coach KD and Kyrie and build off of what they've got. Uh, I think the last coach is really, you know, the, the culture of uh, – competing has really been implemented in Brooklyn already, but definitely you put pop over there. We'll see kind of where it stands. I just, I just think that that old, it's going to be interesting because the old school coaches, and I think that's what happened uh, with Brett Brown, but we'll see. We'll keep an eye to it because yeah. I think, you know, 
I'm pretty sure Pop will they'll they'll nip this in the bud quickly. I mean, it'll either be something of it or he'll come out and say, No, I'm not going anywhere. So I don't think this is gonna be dragged on that long. So anyway, seven three six nine seven sixty. So back to the hand of the playoff bubble. So Donka Shane, uh buzzer booty, um, bad ankle. Uh, and I felt a certain way. Did he way. have a bad ankle? No, he pretty did. I, I, I but I don't man, know. And he's twenty one, man. Your ankles heal overnight when you're twenty one. Well, you go twisted like that. You act like Luca ain't Luca ain't Lou Williams. How much weight Luca's carrying around? He's a he's a big boy. But I, I'm telling you that. No first Przingis. of all, at the beginning no of Przingis. it, and let's that, stress that the no Przingis. But I felt a little way about Przingis too when he didn't go. I'm like a, a, a sore knee. Well, keep, I, well, I, Calvin, I could, keep in mind. This knee kept him out for an entire season. That's true. But I just feel like if we're on the organization on proceed with caution and Luca is the future and basically similar with Przingis, you would think Luca – I mean, Luca had to hop on one foot all the way to the locker room on Friday night. So I get it. But, again, no Przingis. This is the one of them legend games that is born. Down also, don't add the fact of it is they were down 20, I think, at one time in that game. You heard Doc you're, Rivers? You're, the thing I'm most pissed about, we, we're we up 20. We're getting technical fouls. We're just, we're oh, just, no, Doc. Don't, don't go there because I'm not letting Doc. I'm not letting Doc make it. I've, I've defended Doc with you on the show, but let me tell you something. It's a situation where the reason why this is 2-2 besides Luka's hell of a game in a hell of a stat line, really, is because the way the Clippers have kind of, uh, you know, gone about their business all season and even into this bubble. They know it's like they it's, know how good they are, it, and it's it can hurt you. It, it can hurt them it in this one because this this is a fifty fifty series right now. Because now you got Dallas in and uh, believing you probably are going to see Przingis next game, uh, if not in a game, uh, definitely in game six. But this is the deal. You, 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 I've told you this. If if Patrick Beverly can sit over there and kneel with the mask half on and run his <laughs> mouth all the time, whatever's hurting him, it ain't hurting him that much to stand. If 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 this was an elimination game for the for the Clippers been playing the last two games, Patrick Beverly would play. It's always something like, oh, well, you go out and sit out, you this. We, I understand Montreal Harris situation was serious, but that's the problem that's coming to bite him in the ass. And again, it comes down to the last few minutes of the ball game and even going into the overtime. Like, the last few minutes, it came to a point where there was a timeout, whether Kawhi said, hey, let me take him, or Doc said, hey, go ahead and get He's on him. Switch Toward the up. end, he did start bothering Luka on some shots. It was different. Luka was getting wherever he wanted to until Kawhi got on the last few minutes and then Kawhi scoring on the other end. The last possession of the game, man, that's on Doc to realize, regardless if we usually switch it or not, in that situation, especially with no Przingis, man, and I know a lot of the Dallas, they're the number one scoring team in the league. I understand they had other guys cooking. Uh, you know, um, I thought it was his – I mean, he actually – look, Curry actually looked like his brother Steph out there. I mean, he got going. But you don't leave Luka, and that's on Doc to say, hey, well, in this last possession, well, okay. you stick with him. Well, let him. me ask you that because I, I was arguing with people about that. I mean, 95% of the league switches everything, right? So if you feel that way, considering Kawhi was in the meeting before he signed with the Clippers and said, go get Paul George and walked out, he says, I'm not playing these games. He sits out when he wants to. He comes late to the bubble. Kawhi pretty much does what he wants to do. If you feel that way, 
can't Kawhi just say I'm I'm not switching off? That's fair. Can Kawhi? Yeah. I mean, if considering I he, argue he calls the shots everywhere he else, get, he, we can we can criticize him a little for that. I'm, I'm not going to defend. I defended Kawhi too, just like Don. I'm not going to defend. That's a fair question. I, I didn't think about it like that, I don't have a true. problem with the switch because I, I, I mean, to me, like I said, everybody switches everything. But I get what you're saying. If you're supposed if you're supposed to be the best defender in the in the no, game. No. Maybe not, you not stay. You want to switch all through the game because that's the that's the model we've already that's done every, all year. That's, that's, a, that's fine. what everyone does. But if we get in the last and this guy is having a all time only two other players kind of stat line and you can feel no Porzingis in the in the in the series is that a shift about to tilt either three one two two for that last possession because not only that because it was working in the last two or three minutes. I mean, him guarding him was slowing him down a little bit. That was that's just a that's a brain fart on both of them. And uh, the other one. I'm going to give you credit because you asked this couple weeks. I was like, seriously? Paul George, I haven't texted you during a game in a long right, time. Right, you texted me Paul yesterday. George is an embarrassment right now. And let me tell you why. It's not the fact that <laughs> but he's, he's hurt, struggling. Though. He's hurt. Get your ass out of there, man. He's Go hurt. with Patrick Beverly. I'm no Paul George okay. fan, but he's hurt. Clearly, clearly. Rudy, there's, he's not even looking to shoot the ball. Okay, fine, he's hurt. What else are you doing? You ain't really stopping nobody. You're That's turning fair. the ball fair. over. Fair. You're making careless passes. That's you're fair. looking around. You can't hit free throws. No, man. You're taking. And you're getting technicals. You're bitching at the ref because you're mad at yourself. Let's it, um. Let's also give some credit to Hardaway Jr. and Trey Burke. Trey they, Burke is balling. Trey Burke. He looked like he. How looked the hell? Like, what did Mark get? When did y'all well, the thing him? is, the league kind of gave up on Trey Burke because remember he had that hot run in Michigan. And then his first few leagues, first few years in the league were cold, but he, clearly he went and got in the gym. But him and Hardaway, it made it feel like Porzingis wasn't even there. So Clippers, I want to get, I want to give them some credit. They opened the door. I mean, this game was out of hand. They let JJ Barrera get in the game. They said they told JJ <laughs> Barrera to get off his ass with the bitch and do so. That's how bad his game was one time, and they let it go. Yeah. Seven three six nine seven six. You lose the sports ground. We'll be back. Oh my bad. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. It's your one-stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, and cigars. they got two locations, uh, one located on Petranco across from the Walmart, and their flagship is on Petranco Pass 211, and their third location is on the way, so stay tuned for that. That is stay Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. Um, no, but Paul, Paul is... Uh, he, you know, because when you look at the way even Kawhi, the performance he put on in the last quarter to close and trying to take that 3-1 lead, when you look at him and Luka, the way they were on the court, like Paul doesn't even seem like he belongs anywhere close. You know, he don't, he don't, up to he don't seem like he belongs. No, I mean, and if he's hurt, then sit down. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much yeah, of Paul hurt. really being. Hurt. I mean, when did he hurt it? I mean, when are they saying he he had got the injury? Was it in the bubble? I like just in think the one it's over time. Game? Remember this? He had sh- serious shoulder surgery. I think it's just one of the and things. Then I think, don't, and don't take a shot at James Harden because you're frustrated. Why I mean, because after the, after the, after game the game on uh, Friday or or what was his struggles? Friday. Oh well, uh, well, it's not, I'm not James Harden. I'm not just going to score and score. There's other things I do. That's not a shot. 
that's a backhanded comment at James. Meaning everybody thinks think James does no defense, don't oh, play anything. That's a backhanded comment, man. I like he and it's and, and, and you know what? In the microcosm, that layup, that, that layup, layup. change that. But that like, just that, that just goes to show you he really can't get that arm up above his head. Again, I'm no Paul George guy. I don't right. care about. I don't. You know, I don't need to defend Paul George, but him short arm. First of all, normally he's dunking that, but that just goes to show he don't want to do too much. Okay. I, which I'm shocked because he had the surgery, he had a bunch of time off. I'm shocked that the shoulder isn't that that. If I'm the Clippers, I'd be worried because that shoulder should be fine. The fact that it's bothering, the man. fact that it's bothering him is uh, troublesome. Well, when we make predictions, we always do it on the side of good health. And I'll tell you right now, if Paul George can't, if if he can't give him seventy percent of his body, if he's hurt with his shoulder, then they've got a dogfight the chance that I don't know if they get out of this series, which I still think they should. But without Paul George coming to the party, they can't get out of the West. They can't beat the Lakers, whoever it's going to be. Like, Paul George is part of this equation. Paul George is what Kawhi Leonard told Steve Ballman and Doc Rivers when he was sitting there talking to him while he's scratching his braids and said, hey, man, I want Paul. Right. He's part of the equation, man. Paul's got to show up, hurt or not. I'm sorry. Luka was out there with the with – the, we don't know what the size of Luka's ankle was – uh, going into that game. And that was like an early afternoon tip-off game yesterday, so that was just less time he had to get prepared. I'm sorry, not when you have him out there doing. And the Clippers have tried everything to get into Luka's head, from calling him a punk-ass white boy uh, to, to – to, Yo, to yeah, the, let's, let's, to the, yeah, let's talk about that. To bitch-ass white boy. Sam. As a Caucasian man. Yeah, because I don't like to be told when I should be offended. As a Caucasian man. As a Caucasian man, man talk Sam. to me. Talk to me. It's like, seriously, Sam, like, well, how'd you feel about that? Before, yeah, because the mirror was out this weekend for people. So, oh, you see, well, hey, hey, oh, Because oh, if Luca would have called him a bitch-ass black boy, oh. who knows? Luca might be, they might have deported him. What? Like, seriously, though, Sam, how, you, how did you feel about that? Were you offended? I mean, I think the three of us know when you're trash-talking like that, it's way different getting called a bitch ass white kid or bitch ass white boy than it would the other way around. I mean that's not that's not all things being equal at all. Well you're not trying to speak yeah. for all Caucasians. Right. You're just speaking for yourself, right? Right. right. Yes. But you who you were a hooper. Yeah. You were a hooper, Sam. Like you've told us that you used to hoop. So talk to me, dog. Like was that normal? Is you get called is that, was that normal? Like, hey, go get the white boy. Like, hey, don't let the white boy shoot. Was that normal? Yeah, I mean, it's just like anything else. I mean, stereotypes on the court right. are the same off. I mean, you're when a long-haired, tall white dude walks on the court. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's all it is what it is. And, I mean, and again, I if, again, if you are offended as a Caucasian. I'm gonna step back and let you be offended. I can't tell you when you should or shouldn't. Well, you live by that. On I all live by three. that code: Native American, Black, Hispanic, White. If y'all feel like y'all should be offended and this should be more done, should have been done to Harold, I'm not going to step in the way and try to talk well, you out of well, it. Well, I think in the client, go ahead, Sam. Oh, I was just going to say, were y'all surprised Harold didn't get fined or anything? Yes, only because of the times we're in. Like, exactly. Like, like uh, the Hoop Nation is kind of like, uh, this is status quo, but in the times we're in, you got to be more cautious of, of, what, of what we're talking about. Like, Luca's warming up in a Black Lives Matter shirt. 
and you out here calling him a B a, uh, a uh, BS uh, white well, boy. Every so, person on the Mavs team is wearing equality on the right. back of their jersey. Exactly. So I like, think, it's, I think coming. it's bad timing. I think the fine's coming. Keep in mind, this happened over the weekend, as we say, Friday news dumps. It happened over the week. I think a small fine because of everything y'all stated uh, is coming. And we'll add more to that. We'll get back and we'll get to Dwayne's phone call. You'll listen to the sports crime. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Our Redfin agent's full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at Redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Routers Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Smith, the one and twos. All right. Um, all right, let's go to the folds. Here, before we go to the folds, this segment is going to be presented by Dr. Fex. Don't forget, for only $200 to $250, you can get six months of protection. Uh, the professionals, they'll come spray your vehicles, boats, and jet skis. Uh, keep in mind, the key thing, that's all you get six months of protection for that cost. Uh, book this month, and you'll receive one vehicle for free. Give them a call. The number is 1-888-509-5589. Again, that is 1-888-509-5589. That is Dr. Fex, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to Dwayne. Dwayne, you're on the Sports Grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Dwayne? Hey, what's up, man? How y'all fellas doing today, man? All, All right. right. I love you. Y'all, y'all took the words right out of my mouth. Y'all took my steam I had with the call about Paul George. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, all the role players, Trey Burke, uh, Seth Curry, uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, uh, anyway, all of those role players are playing way better then you're supposedly be superstar, all-star, whatever you want to call them. The, all, all of their role players are playing better than the Clippers' second-best player. And I think if Paul George <laughs> even scores – I think if he even scores 20 points, if he scores 20 points, that game don't come down to a last-second other shot. Kawhi's been busting his ass the whole series, showing off. But I'm saying whenever they're, all of their role players are playing better than your second-best player, you have no – and I'm not going to give him a pass because – what are we gonna say about when he did that to uh, OKC last year? When he was, didn't he disappear too? Didn't he disappear in that series the same way? Mm. Oh, playoff P, huh? Did, didn't you dub yourself playoff P? <laughs> well, I, I don't see none of that. Where's that at? Mm. No, I feel you, man. A lot of people coming after Paul George, man. Look, 
I know if there's one thing Paul George can do, he can score. And the fact that he's not scoring lets me know he's hurt. Well, I'll tell you one thing, D. Let's talk about which was going to be on the next conversation. Let's talk about that piss poor execution of your the Houston Rockets and the last yeah, minute of that game that against uh, Oklahoma. Between <laughs> between Gordon, yeah, don't call and up here P- and don't address bet- that. Between uh, between PJ Tucker and Gordon no, no. and Mike D'Antoni, that can't get that they that Gordon can't get an inbounds pass in, and he falls down thinking they're gonna call a foul. Or PJ Tucker can't get the pass in, and Gordon falls down. That last minute and a half of that regulation yeah. game is the reason why I proceed with caution with Houston coming out coming out the way. Yeah, I mean. Uh, okay, you know, I don't. I don't think you. I, the way and y'all know me over the years. I, I am unbiased. I'm the first to criticize Harden. I will you get on Harden like you know. I am unbiased. I do not have rockets or Harden goggles on at all. The thing is, uh, Antonio is a, is an inept coach. He's a. I think he's incompetent as a as a head coach. I mean, I don't think he's never won anything. What has he ever won? Popping popped and ate his lunch for decades. It, it ain't even close. Uh, I think we need to get Tyrone Lou, or I wish we can get Nate McMillan, but he ain't going nowhere. I wish we can get a defensive-minded-oriented type coach. But, uh, yeah, we all know Harden. I think, and this may sound taboo, I think Donovan Mitchell, guys like that, have already passed up, surpassed Harden for a playoff play. Not 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 a body of work, but look at the way Donovan Mitchell's playing. I don't, I don't see that type of tenacity and drive out of James Harden at all. It seemed like at the end of that game, he was ready to get fouled and say, "Yeah, we'll we'll get the we'll we'll get him next game." He always had that old slouchy, you know, coming out of shape. It's just it, it's just, it's just bad, and I don't see us beating. I don't think we can beat nobody left besides who we playing. I don't think we can beat nobody else in the playoffs. Oh, and I got a free gift for you for you gamblers out there. <laughs> take the take the Minnesota Twins and the, and take the Minnesota Twins and the Cleveland uh, Indians under eight and a half. Don't say I ain't never give y'all nothing. I holler. I'll keep my eye on that to you see, see if you're you see what you did. You see what you've done. You got people calling well, for giving gambling tips. World. I mean, it's part of the new. It's part of the new way of sports as we know it. It'll never be changed here in the next few years. You better get on the train. There's a portion of people that like looking at that stuff. But anyway, I will tell you. Um, so can OKC tie it up today, or you think Houston? And as far as James, like James, like James is not the guy. He's not going to do like when you say tenacity. I, I take. I take Ombridge with that because James, like he he wants nothing more than to kill you, like on offense, and he's attempted to play defense. Like I, I trust me, I know it's all about rings. I get it; it's all about rings. But I love watching James Harden cook, like because you really like he he's really up there with Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem, Kobe, Mike of just the flat-out greatest scorers of all time. He's mm. one of the greatest scorers of all time. Like, there's not many guys that can stand in front of him and lock him up. Again, I know, yes, at the end of the day, it's about rings, and he he folded up with no Kawhi and no Tony. They beat him by 30-40. I was one of the people most critical for him, critical of him about that. But I'm talking about just when I turn on the game and I want to be entertained and I just want to watch some hoops and sit back and have a cigar and chill and watch hoops, there's nobody more that I like watching than James Harden just go back and cook people for 48 minutes. So tenacity—I don't, I don't know if he's not tenacity because James like killing people. You know, hmm. you don't put up the numbers. You don't put up the numbers that James has put up if you if you don't have some tenacity in you, at least offensively. I agree with that. Uh, it, I don't. You know, James Harden fouled out that game uh, early in overtime and I knew it was over, but I, it was the execution that game. All they had to do was execute an inbounds pass and <clears throat> get it in. You're going to get fouled. Then you're going to go up by four or five. 
And, you know, Gordon was either trying to bait the ref or thought that just because he tripped or fell, the ref's going to call a foul. And then another thing, TJ uh, Tucker being a vet, PJ. you got to know, PJ, I'm sorry, you got to know to call a timeout. If you can't get that, if they, if they sniffed out the play. I don't know play, what PJ was thinking about. Did they not have any? I, they they had okay. to have at least one or whatever. Uh, but no, they're they're you about think to tip OKC off tied now. Up? Or Houston? I don't think so. Okay. I, I mean, I you know they they better not because if so, that means OKC's got life and it's two out of three. But I think Houston is Houston's pretty much the better team. I think with with the way I've seen the first few games. Man, if I'm the Joker, I'm like I could have stayed fat for this. What the hell is going on? They've, they've, if I'm the Joker, I'm like man. If we were gonna play like this against Utah, I should have just stayed fat. What's going on with our Denver? We both picked Denver, didn't we? Who the Utah? Did we both pick Denver? Yes, yeah, I, I know I picked Denver. I, I think did I pick them over Utah? Probably. I'll give you that. Because I mean, uh, game I think, not not this past, not when they went down through them, but the one before that, where they got beat by forty. I'm like, how does that happen? I, I first of all, I think Denver's uh, Denver has uh, prior to COVID nineteen stop in March, the season coming to halt. They came into a bubble with a lot of injuries. They've taken a step back to the team that went to the Western Conference Finals and where they've done it as defensively. And let me tell you, um, like I said, I keep my ear pulse to a lot of media out in Denver, Colorado, because, of course, the Broncos. Is Malone on the hot seat after one bad playoff? They they just ride that team hard down there. I mean, it's a Bronco country, but in this bubble, the play, I mean, they Murray's okay, but they really make them sick that they don't play defense. They've been a horrible defensive team all year. It's come back to bite them in the ass. Um, Utah's just got more aggressive with them. They're physical. Uh, your guy Donovan Mitchell is trying to. He heard me last year. He's trying to make uh, up for his did, playoff. You did talk. Yeah, dog. I did. You talked well, like a dog and, about but, my dog. But at least Donovan. Donovan. But see, a Donovan Mitchell admitted after the game, and I said, "Yeah, I know it wasn't just me hating on you." He said, "I had a bad playoff last year. I did, and I'm trying to." He goes, "And I'm trying to go uh, in it." I mean, he dropped a fifty piece, uh, you know, yesterday on him. Uh, matter of fact, the first time in NBA history that two opponents each had 50 on the other side because Flory from Murray had, had 50. 50. They're just bad defensively. Uh, that series is probably over. I don't think they're going to lay down on Malone, uh, but that series is over. Pacers, Utah, Utah, Utah is the better physical team. Yeah, I know for a fact you picked Miami and I picked the Pacers. Yeah, yeah I got Miami. 3-0. Miami, yeah, Miami. Nate McMillan, um, the first couple of games he chose not to go, uh, double team at one time, send the double team at Jimmy Butler. Pacers have a hard time scoring, and Victor Oladipo is not yet back to himself uh, from the knee injury, uh, from the surgery, and whatever else was ailing him. He was halfway in, halfway out the bubble. He's at shell of himself. Um, they have a hard time scoring, and I think they really do miss Sabonis. Uh, they 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 miss him, and that series yeah, they is. Do miss that's, I think that's they'll hang, they'll compete with Miami today, but that series is over today too. Okay, and that's going to be a humdinger. Um, Miami and the Bucks. Well, no, that too. But the humdinger man is going to be Toronto and Boston. That yeah. is a tough, tough series for me to pick. I know I've been on Boston and they're well, going to sleep. You came back off the in. Boston boat now. Um, you know, you part of the tea party. You got to stay over there. I just knew this setting fit them well. Um, and again, I knew their opponent. Uh, you everybody want to be Shaq. It's different times. Man, shut up, Embiid, man. Go make a, like, I, that guy. What is it about Embiid you don't like Because he so jokes much. too much. He plays, and it's just because he's got an accent. He's funny, and he trolls on Twitter. And even you got rubbed the wrong way. People said, oh, this Olajuwon, King, King type yeah, of move. I was like, what? And, and, and I'm glad Shaq. I'm glad Shaq stays on his ass. Because Shaq, when they came back yesterday, and that clip, because TNT didn't even have that game, I don't think. 
And Shaq got that clip. They played it back to him, and Shaq's like, oh, let me ask you something, Kitty. He goes, "Is who was more talented, me or Embiid? And Kitty's like, no, I think you were. He goes, no, I wasn't. He goes, Embiid's more talented than mine. He goes, all Shaq was, because he goes, when you're talking, I don't want to be Shaq. Who was Shaq? He goes, I wasn't Tim Duncan. I wasn't Elijah He goes, I was banging you back. I'm big. I'm going Whatever, being Shaq anyway, it's about if you're the tallest one, dominate. He goes, it ain't about being me. <laughs> He goes, I've been telling this about it. He goes, he goes, dominate. You got a smaller game. You want to get out there and shoot? Just dominate. Look at this stat line. I'm, and B gets me because it's true, man, and I told you. I counted two or three times. He's the he's the most big guy in the NBA I've ever seen that ends up on the floor like a, he's a guard. Yeah. He's always and picking himself up the I don't know how, why floor. he's so out of shape. He's always I told gra- you that last he's week, He's always man. grabbing his shorts. I don't know if it's his diet. I don't know what it is, but Embiid grabs his shorts all game long. I'm yeah. like, damn, you still not in and shape? And Brett Brown couldn't play him 30. Without Simmons and knowing that they hadn't really been custom to playing without Simmons, even though I don't think it works even with him there, Embiid should have been ready to go 40 minutes. You had four months off, man. You, I mean, damn. And you're you, the leader. You're the leader. But Brett's going to have to take the And he was like, I played my him. ass off. I'm like, wow, you that's just don't. He don't get it. Man. No. And Simmons, that's, that's Philly's. That that that's Philly's problem, man. They got two superstars that I don't know if those two are the guys that you can really build, or they get it, or if those two are the guys that you can really go ahead and build around to win a championship. He's talented as hell, but it's just yeah, that was bad. That was a bad performance for Boston. I mean, Boston ain't that damn good to sweep them 4-0 like that. Listen to the sports grind. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Akon taking a lot of heat for letting Takashi get on this remake of this song. I heard about that. I saw that. He should. I mean, who graced this song, who he did have come in and sing a couple hooks on this, he should be embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But I heard with I heard that uh, Akon didn't really have no rap sheet either. No, he didn't. He ran a huge. He didn't get caught, but he ran a huge uh, car theft ring up in New Jersey. Mm. But again, like I said, he didn't. Uh, maybe he just didn't get caught. Mm. Okay. Um, but anyway, Anyways. so that's your NBA action. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, like I said, today Miami has an opportunity to close out Indiana, Oklahoma, and Houston's underway as we speak. Um, mm. And Bucks then, um, up three one. Bucks, Bucks are done. Isn't that, oh, I thought that, they were. I thought that, that. No, I thought they're just up three one. I could are be you wrong. Sure, I'll look. Double check. I thought that was it. Okay, maybe you're right. Because they did one for one other first game, but I thought that was it. But at worst case scenario, three one. But I thought that was the game, the wrap. But anyway, um. We'll see how it goes. Moving uh, forward. And you got what? Lakers and Lakers and Portland get it back on tonight. They're going to be That's in. right. They now are they're, tonight. Yeah, they're tonight. And they're wearing the um, – tonight they're wearing the Mambas. Yeah, we tried to speak on that Mamba Day. Uh, yes, well, today's his birthday. Yesterday was his birthday, but birthday. today is Mamba Day because it's 824. But okay. yesterday was his birthday. Yeah. Um, no, Bucks up 3-1. Bucks up 3-1. Not done yet? Okay. Not done yet. Um, yeah, so definitely still – Crazy to think he be. He's no longer with us. Um, 
you know, when you see it, you regardless of it being his birthday yesterday, usually with me when I see the old clips or I see him talking, it's just like, wow, you know, like that is crazy, you know. Uh, but got a lot of outpour emotion yesterday, social media, uh, you know, a lot of NBA players play some tributes to him, messages on the shoes. Uh, of course, they I just I mean, I knew he was into the WNBA, but when they had a lot of the WNBA players speak on it yesterday, mm-hmm. I didn't realize he had like so many personal relationships with some of them. Like, you know, like a lot of WNBA players. And yeah, I could text him anytime, call him anytime. Again, I knew he was a fan because his daughter was so ingrained in it and because he just loved basketball. But some of the personal relationships he had with some of the young ladies in the WNBA outside of basketball was a little eye opening eye opening to me. I know they let Tarasi wear it number eight yesterday okay. with the with the name Bryant. And on you the know, back. I, I and and again a lot of it was his choice, but I wish that he would have probably been more vocal about that part. I wish we'd have known that. Because again, of the, some of the reputation that he had as a masses right. about people that didn't really know him in regards or in the way he played the game of really being an ass, being stuck up, didn't want to do that. So yeah, I just wish especially with the um you know, with the women's movement in regards to the sport. I mean, it was obvious on what he cared for as a daughter. I mean, you could ex- that was displayed, um, you know, courtsides at L.A. games before they passed, but really his involvement to the WNBA, um, and as much as he was involved behind the scenes, I wish that that would have came out to the light yeah. a little bit more. But um, what was that, Saturday night, Cal? LeBron came out on a mission Saturday night. Him and Anthony came out on a mission Saturday night. They both got busy. Yeah, they it, were. They were. They were, they played. Well, that was the first time LeBron was like, "All right, man, y'all get the hell out the way." I I try to let y'all eat. Y'all got to say, y'all got us tied up one one. Let me let me let me let me do what I do. And really, and he came out on a mission and it, handled that. And really, to me, I that particular that game before we look into ahead tonight's game is right. really in that particular game they've got nothing from the bigs. White side, they got killed on the board. White side, uh, you know, uh, what's my other big Nurkic. name? Nurkic. Nurkic just throwing stuff at the rim, praying he gets fouled. Yeah. But that's what happens when you, like, in that, you know, during the bubble, you're going to face some guys that just, like, you know, they're not really bigs. Mm-hmm. Now you're playing against a super talented Anthony Davis. And, you know, JaVel McGee's no punk. Dwight Howard, he was one. Of, he was the best big man in the league at some point. And he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, and they're kind of pushing back on Whiteside and Nurkic, and they haven't responded. They need to respond. They need to, to have a chance to even stretch this to six or seven games, which I predicted. Um, they're going to have to get that performance that they got in one in game one from Nurkic and Whiteside. They've got to be rim protectors. They've got, right. to, if anything, they've got to rebound the ball. Uh, the Lakers got too many second chances on the offensive side of the ball. They just were not out there. And Nurkic, was, and fatigue played a factor, too. Nurkic was tired. Uh, you know, uh, White said probably is tired. I mean, again, that's a lot of energy that Portland exhausted just to get to this just point. To get there. Uh, the emotional of playing pretty much elimination games. Um, you know, tonight will be very interesting on how they, how they really bounce back because this is the thing where I go back to Stotts, Dame, CJ. Yeah, Dame tried you, to turn on the Dame time that Saturday night, and it, he, was just, he was throwing up bricks. Those I, shots that he was making, that he's made his whole career, really, they just didn't fall Saturday. You know, and this is another debate that circled out of there on social media. What? I saw some people going, and, and I laughed at a couple of times because a lot of people like, oh, we want to talk on this again, Luke or Dame, Luke or Dame. Oh, my but God. This is How? The, but, Why? But this They're is the two di- different players. But this, well, they both One point is six, guards, nine. Rudy. 
They're both point guards. Well, one of but them is six nine. I get six it. eight, whatever the hell he is. Six seven. The, I don't know. But the deal is though, you know, Dame, hell of a run. He got the bubble, Mickey Mouse MVP. But you can't. I can't <laughs> wow. You, well, they did. They presented it with a Mickey <laughs> Mouse thing. You got the Mickey Mouse bubble MVP. I'm gonna tell you this right now, though. He can't go out at five. I like. I that's like. Like y'all can get caught up in the Dame time, and I'm gonna shoot from 50 feet out at the logo, and I'm gonna buzz. I'm gonna hit you with a buzzer booty, and I sent Paul George home. This and that. Nah, man. Like if you want to be loyal and you're gonna stay there loyal, I'm gonna keep reminding people he's just a, like we do. With Le- just like what we do with LeBron. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. LeBron in he his playoff I don't care, man. And LeBron, and we already knew this wasn't no norm. I'm just, I'm not saying you got to beat the Lakers. I picked the Lakers to win the series. I just feel that it was going to be a six or seven game series. I'm just saying that Dame has been swept in the playoffs, and it ain't all about the light skinned brothers, man. Okay, like no, he, the Pelicans got them. Two yeah, years like ago. you got it. Like, Sweet. like you got to give me six. You got to get at least two. I mean, you got to at least get two in this game. I thought this was a seven game series. You got to get. You He's can't playing two you, of the top five players in the league. And what? And Barkley played arguably again the era with the best player. You want to sit there and then, but yet and still, you want to tell me about? No, I'm just, you, I'm you, just trying you talk to talk about Dean Tony and, go, and as a coach because he coached in the Pop and Tim Duncan era. And you want to tell me Dame that basically beats his chest, uh, spits sixteen bars every night after the game in his recording booth. That I'm going to give him a pass for keep getting sweating five, but this guy's on Time Hulu's out. got live sports and this and that. And <laughs> yes, come on, man. Where do you rank Golden State's run in the last 20 years? Like, you got the Lakers, you got the Spurs. You want to throw the Bulls in there, you got Golden State. Where do you— It's up there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's, so, it's up there. Like, but he's, I, not, you, and you, he's not playing in a chump era. No, Rudy, look, I'm not killing Dame because he's not a champion, that he hadn't won a ring. I'm just telling you— and st- my, this is my point with Dame. I just hate it because I don't hate it, but like it's good for your league. But stop beating the chest that you're you're, you're loyal and you chumps are running. They're paying you hundreds of million dollars to stay for one. And number two, if that's the case, okay, fine. Instead of calling out other people, and you're right, so, I think for a lot being of being loyal. He's I can't believe he's getting flat because you're not the only person that says that you want to beat your chest about being loyal. So now being loyal is the scarlet letter. Rudy, I no, it's the fact that you keep telling us about it. Like my thing is like, you know, and this is the one thing I will say in Dame's defense. The Patrick Beverly situation and the Paul George all that for I think you're on to something. There's something about him and with his peers. When they get a chance to attack him, they do it. I don't know what that is, but you're right. on to something that. All I'm telling you is that instead of saying you chumps are running and I'm loyal, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna do it here, put some more pre- stop being a nice guy to the front office. Like you got him by the gonads anyway. Tell him like, look, man, what are we gonna do? Like okay. Carmelo, they 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 were aggressive to go get Carmelo, but at the end of the day, if you're gonna stay there, because I keep telling you this, uh, you know, 10, 15 years and now for when he's done playing, we're gonna be t- everybody's gonna say, well, this is the best. He's gonna end up on that list, one of the best point guards, never to won anything, and no one's gonna sit there and say, hey, but you know what? He stayed with Portland. 
I don't think that I could be wrong, but I don't think that's the narrative. But I'm just telling you that he needs to put some. Right. I think he's been quiet enough that he needs to put some pressure on the front office to do something. You just, the rest of the league better hope the Lakers can't make shots because the media, social media woke up KCP. If the Lakers are able to make threes, you, they're pretty much unbeatable because of what LeBron and AD can do in the paint. And they've made shots the last two games. If they're if they're gonna make threes, if KCP and Danny and Kuz and and whoever uh, Caruso, if those guys are gonna make shots, you're not beating the Lakers. So first y'all better hope all, y'all better hope they keep that low field goal percentage from the bubble. First of all, Portland's one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Okay, I gotta see these shooters do this against the Clippers, do this against a Toronto, do this against. Well, they would a, have Houston the next round if Houston were to win. Yeah, I, I like t- Boston. Toronto and who in Miami? I got to see this Laker team do that against one of those three teams that's actually going to okay. play some defense. But I mean, I get I get what you're saying. I yeah, mean, they're, they're tough to, to beat if they're going to make shots. This is the sports crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Drive, 736-9760, broadcasting here from around the Car Club. Uh, all right, switching gears a little bit, back to the NFL. Um, if you look at the NFL, Roger Goodell had a uh, sit-down. Didn't he do a yeah. sit-down? Only, only thing I took from it was him saying we should have listened to Cap. A lot. I wish we would have listened to Kaepernick a lot earlier. Yeah, he's kind of been he he's been consistent with that. Uh, he's been consistent that with that since uh, March uh, in regards to the whole development of everything and where we're at as a climate um, again. But I I will just say this also, um, you know, he doesn't he doesn't really. I would say this. Well, but being blatantly, he doesn't really speak for all the owners. He doesn't really speak for the owners. You know, I, I think Roger, the more he speaks to this, I think he's indirectly trying to put the pressure on some of these owners to come out publicly and and acknowledge that they should have listened. And that hasn't really happened yet. And I think Goodell is kind of going road dog uh, on this one because, again, like I've always said on the show, like he's, he works for those 32 owners. And there hasn't been an owner really publicly acknowledged like, hey, we should have, um, you know, listened. We should have done that. Now, granted, uh, Kaepernick was suing the hell out of him. I mean, it was an, <laughs> it was a nasty battle behind closed doors, court wise. But my thing is battle. like, so everything that you had seen before Kaepernick wasn't enough. But then, okay, then George Floyd happens. Now, oh, we should have listened. Like, I'm confused. And then now the video well, services. You, go ahead. And now the video services of Jacob Blake being shot seven yeah, times. You haven't that seen one it. Yet, being the, shot seven times in front of his kids after breaking up a fight for wa- walking away. He was walking away. He was going about to get in his car. Should he been put in a headlock and tackled? Maybe been tased. Hell, if you even felt like you needed to shoot him one time, two times. To shoot the man seven times in front of his kids, right? Yeah, to shoot the guy seven times is insane. So, like I said, it just keeps 
This was in I, Wisconsin, right? Yeah, so it just keeps getting put into the face of the people that had well, a problem let, with what they were protesting, well, what the players back. were protesting. Let, let me go back to your comment a while ago about when you said, I don't get it in regards to prior to this stuff going on, uh, you know, then before the George Floyd. I think it's one of those things that, you know, because of how divisive it was four years ago, and like we always say on the show, pick a side. Right. And the owners picked a side and they stuck into it. It was more about it's bad for business. And now this happens and you see where it's like you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar. It's like you can't deny it now. I mean, you look, Kipper, I mean, 70, 80% of your league, your players that basically people tune in. People don't tune in to see Mike McCarthy coach. People don't tune in to see Harbaugh, to see Bill Belichick coach. They tune in to see 75% of those African-American players play football. And when you know that that's part of your product, you can't just sit there and turn the cheek all the way around and not acknowledge it. It's that. But like I, that's why I said at the beginning of this, it's more about – it falls – every time I hear that with Roger Goodell, it kind of, you know I've defended Roger Goodell over the years, and I'm not saying what he's saying and doing is wrong, but at the end of the day it falls on deaf ears for me because that ain't really the owner speaking. I think the people, some of the players that are still in the league and some of the people from that community – um, and and things and things up. like that. They want to hear it come from the owners. You know, Hold on. Malcolm Jenkins and all these guys that are behind this movement and Jay-Z's behind. Those guys, they're not country dumb, man. They they want to hear it from the owners. And that and Roger can go say this as much as he want to. But don't but he speak for them? Because he works for them. Not on this one, Rudy. Okay. Not on this no, one. No, I was mean, asking. He, he works for them, and they're a collective mouthpiece on this. But keep in mind, at right pre, prior to draft, right after draft, Roger Goodell went and pretty much apologized on the behalf of NFL from himself as commissioner. This was no joint statement. or no, he, he went on this on his own. The owners just say, hey, you know what, man? We kind of messed up. No, he ain't speaking for him on this one. Okay. They, none of them. I haven't heard one owner yet that, I mean, there might have been some tweets here, but not collectively. Get in front of a mic or get in front of a camera, get on a Zoom and say, you know what, man? We know this would have just played. We had a lawsuit, but you know what? We should have handled it different. Roger's doing this because Roger sees kind of what's going on, and I think this is some of the re, uh, ramifications of the J- J- Jay-Z relationship to where him and Rogers talked and his point out, and now that you're getting to stand somebody that's sitting there in the fight and trying to tell you about, like, hey, this is that. But to mother 32, I mean, they in the cap, not not the, the social injustice, because there's a lot of NFL teams that have gotten on board that have basically marched and have done this. Black Lives. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about the cap thing. I'm talking about taking the L for the cap thing. No. And I Mm-mm. think it's going to be a cold day in hell before you hear that because of, <laughs> because of the legal situation that's taking and because, place. And because until you're forced in a situation like Daniel Snyder was, they don't have to. Like Daniel Snyder was forced in a situation where he didn't have a choice but to atone. Like these NFL owners, like we still, we can't wait for football. And while even though no owner has spoke out, Jerry Jones came around, came out, tap danced around the topic. Even though that no, we haven't heard from anybody, the sponsors are still lining up, and the viewers are still lining up. So they're not for they they don't have to. Like yeah, I see what's going on. That's cool. But guess what? I still got people blowing up the the team email every day, wondering if we're gonna be able they're gonna be able to come to the game. They ain't been forced into that situation yet. No matter how bad it looks. They ain't been forced to. Daniel Snyder was forced to. FedEx was like, we out. Nike was like, we ain't making your clothes anymore. We ain't making your merch anymore. He had no choice but to, okay, fine, we'll watch the football team until further notice. 
until the NFL owners are put in that type of corner and these and these sponsors say, hey, until we we feel like you guys are really with the movement, we're out. Owners ain't got to do anything but but mm. but uh, collect direct deposits. And because of people like us that we can't salivating at the mouth waiting for football. And another thing, the reason why I think the NFL owners, the way they operate as a microcosm of how we are in this country, especially with the COVID thing, because it still astonishes me. And I understand it, but it still surprised me. And it kind of irritates me a little bit that every day that it comes out, well, <clears throat> this stadium's playing the first two games without fans. This stadium's mm-hmm. going to play 15. Well, we're not going to have any, but we're going to have three. Man, why Why could it have been like baseball did it? And why can't it be collective? Like, look, man, are we allowing 25% of fans? Are we not? Or whatever. Everybody, every stadium's got their it's own different. Well, every, well, every Well, keep in mind, guy, every state has a different no. COVID count. But the COVID is we're still like, out. Yeah, in Texas, in Texas, we're a hot spot. Florida's a hot spot. But there's some states that don't have many cases. So if you have a football team, why wouldn't you open it up to 25%? I'm I'm just saying that it should be just collective uniform. Like it should be like we're playing without fans or we're the number you can't exceed. We don't do that in America. That's why I said it's that's why I said that it's a microcosm of the shocking these owners or run it like how we do it in government and state. And there's advantage and disadvantage of that. But to me, I'm looking even not only is it going to be a division of revenue thing, it's going to be a competitive disadvantage. Like, look, man, if you got 15,000 and, and, and my team got to play with no fans, I mean, what the hell is that? Like, either we're all playing with no fans or how is it fair? I got to go you travel can. to them, yeah, but they got 15,000. But when you come to my high, you ain't got no fans in the first I, I feel two, you on that. two weeks of the season. Yeah, and like baseball is everybody no fans. Yeah. You know how much that fans up there, a lot of two pass rushes on the end to get to somebody? <laughs> I mean, yeah, how, look at you. Like what, that, y'all, wait, time out. Let me guess. Denver's no fans. First two games, See, I think they're no fans. I knew what? it was an agenda. No, I knew it was an agenda. It's not that just agenda. I'll give you an example. I'll tell you it's hogwash everywhere. Man, it's competitive disadvantage. Oh, we're going to have 15 Green Bay all not to. And Jerry's like, yeah, we're going to go with 25. But we'll be safe. Jerry's still going to have to pack, try to pack 30 in there. You know? You can spread 30,000 out in that stadium. Mm. 736-976 You listen to the Sports Crowd We'll be back All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Uh, if you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is a great company to work for. They do a lot of things for the surrounding communities and in our own backyard, in our own community. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so... Um, just to wrap it up, I think we did. Uh, we covered we most do. everything. Uh, update right now: Houston's up by three, forty-three to forty. With about I ten minutes Brody left, saw Brody getting into it with Stephen Adams and um, African Patch Schroeder. And he ain't even playing. He got the Kobe jersey on in the middle of the court, arguing with the other team. I'm like, man, go sit down somewhere, Russ. 
Well, uh, you talking about Westbrook? Yeah, they call him Brody. Well, you gotta you gotta understand, man. About this time, these guys have been locked up yeah, in their rooms. In the it's, it's, get it's, worse. it's getting like more testy. <laughs> right. I mean, because it's like I mean, it's but taking a thing, mental toll on some after of the guys. first round. The guys that are still left, I think you could bring your family after the first round. So that'll be good for some of the guys that are still left, because since so many people are leaving there now, they can have more people come in. So mm-hmm. that'll help, and they'll be able to attend the games. So you'll have somewhat of a crowd. Did you see on the virtual stage they accidentally caught Wayne smoking? Yeah. I'm like, come on now. Like, damn, Wayne. Well, I'm sure Wayne's like, man, y'all wanted me on here, man. I'm going to give you Tunchy. Yeah. If y'all want Tunchy, <laughs> I'm going to give you Tunchy. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, the virtual, I did see him catch that. And who else did I see on there? I've seen um, uh, – I think Paul Pierce was called. I think I saw Paul him Pierce been on a few. They've had a few Boston fans on there with the brooms. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Dirk on one of them from the Mavs? I, I haven't saw seen Dirk. Dirk on the virtual fan. Speaking of that, Sam, can we get comfort? Have you seen? Uh, have you seen Luca's mom? Yo, why that does is she confirmation look young? of her mom. That's her. Right? She looks younger than Luca. Was she? Wasn't she like a, a model or missed somebody back in the day, and now she's in salon business? From what I'm hearing, being yeah, told. Yeah, and I think she was also a teenager when she had Luca as well. Shout out to her. I was a teenager when I had my first, and I got a 24 year old. She looks young. I she thought it was like young. somebody Luca. It was a picture surfaced of, I guess, when did he won you, his uh, you, Did you see? You you know why Seth Curry was called PG? You know, you see him going at PG. You know he's with Paul George. He's with Doc Rivers' daughter, Seth Curry. Yeah, and they're supposed but, to be getting married, right? Yeah, right. But Paul George cheated on Doc's daughter, who Seth is with now, with the quote unquote stripper looking wow. chick he's with. Yeah, so so Seth called him a the female dog. First of all, if I'm Doc, why am I having my daughter so close to these NBA guys? Like like going through the NBA circle for one. I didn't know going that. Going through know the that. NBA circle. She's doing two guys. You know, well, you know, it's a star. Damn, you know, you have to that's a that. circle. More than none. More than more more than enough. But also. Yeah, I heard it because, again, Doc is – because Van Gunny keeps putting on air pressure on Doc to pay for the wedding. And well, Doc they says, say the dad is supposed to pay for the wedding. And Doc but says he refused to pay for an NBA player's I don't wedding. blame him. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Like, this ain't 1916, man. Weddings ain't cheap. Paying for nobody. I told my daughter that. She was like, you're paying for the wedding? I'm like, no. Nobody paid. Me and my wife Me and my wife paid for our wedding. We didn't ask for help from nobody. You're paying for your own wedding. Yeah, Doc's like, I refuse I'll to I'll chip in for... on the food. I'll get you a little something, something. I'll, let, I'll get the broom that you jump over the for keep the African over. tradition going, but I'm not paying for no wedding. Gundy's like, this is ridiculous, man. I said, it's not the principle of, of uh, you know, how much money you're supposed to pay that. But, Seth yeah. been hooping. Seth been hooping. It seems like he found a home. I thought I liked him in Portland, but Dallas really lets him go. Like Dallas, there's no there's no restriction. Anybody like, that gets on the court for Dallas has a has a right to shoot it. That's why they're yeah. the highest scoring offense in the league. But uh, Clippers is that's going to be an interesting game tomorrow because now you've given this team. They had like Luke said, hey, before the series started, we had some confidence. And see, Kenny keeps reiterating what I told you. Like I don't see how that Kenny's like. What? I try to tell y'all four months seat. is longer than a. Offseason, this is Lucas' technically third year coming into the bubble. Yeah. Meaning, like the mind process where you have yeah, the opportunity yeah, yeah. to go, you know, that way. But we'll see if Przingis gives it a go uh, tomorrow. And tonight, the Lakers go up 3 1. I just want to see a competitive Damn, game. Man. I, not be no I just feel ball. like they figured out Portland and they figured out what they want to do. As much as I love Portland, I told you Lakers will win this series. 
So three one. I can't, it is I can't see. I ain't picking, but it's gonna be tough for Portland to see, win that's tonight. That's a true fan. You don't want to jinx. It. <laughs> you don't want to jinx it in the Kobe throwback. I ain't jersey. picking. All right, man. That's a wrap. Special thanks to producer of the show, Rudy J. Yes, myself, sir. Calvin Sandspin, the one and two, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, it's a snooze button before you're out the rack. Just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com.